We are back. It is a spew. I think we're COVID free. I hope. I swear to God, if we're not, this I can't deal with it anymore. We're COVID uh, free. We're yeah, we're COVID we're free. We're COVID free. I'm still in Philly. The boys are back in uh in Delco. Yeah, we are ready to spew. Um, we're recording this Monday night before the Eagles are about to beat the Seahawks by a score of 31 to 14. Jalen Hurts threw for 400 yards and had four passing touchdowns. So uh, Eagles are back as well. The spew's back. Boys, how we doing? Doing good, man. Good. Good to be Everybody. back in the studio. I'm yeah. Excited. Yeah, honestly, it's just nice to talk to people. Uh, I haven't seen another human being for two weeks, so like, it's just nice to see people virtually. It's it's yeah. weird. Uh, how you been feeling? I feel fine. Um, honestly, the last two weeks have flown by so quickly. Uh, Thanksgiving, very depressing. <laughs> I didn't have any Thanksgiving food, which is my own fault, but. Uh, Honestly, I sat at my table and I was like, I'm just going to eat as much as I possibly can eat and then pass out. And that's what I did. And it was very depressing, but uh, it's over now. And hopefully I never have to miss another Thanksgiving uh, ever again. But Wait, what did you eat? I don't think it's suitable to talk about the amount of food that I ate on the podcast <laughs> because I think people would think of me differently. But it was, I'd approximate it's around the six to 7,000 calorie range in one sitting. Um, Damn. Bulking up, baby. Yeah, man. It's bulking season. Dude, dude so, so we're in the stew right, right now. now. That light. Dude, are you about to talk about that? Yeah, we're going to have to kill this light. I'm going to flick this off. It's a live. We're going to live action this. Kevin switching off. It had to be done, dude. It's flickering all over. Showing off my fit early. There it is. We're back. All right. What do we got first? So first, we can give a little update on Sable South Base. I know a lot of people out there have been waiting to hear what the hell is going on with this. So we're not ready to tell you yet, but we threw out our first teaser, our first of two teasers this week. And really, we're going to announce something most likely next week that is going to show you guys how we've actually decided we're going to save this program. We talked about business opportunities. We talked about a lot of different things, and, and we've kind of like formalized that, and we're ready to show you. So stay tuned. You saw the little flicker that we did today, and hopefully later this week, you're going to see a longer version of that and hopefully and you'll get an idea of what we're really going to do to save this thing. So. Stay tuned. Save us out, base. Coming back to you soon. Very exciting stuff. Yeah. So um, from that, we have a very special edition of Real Ones of the Week. And yeah, who is it? Real Ones of the Week. We got two. So this is a real special weekend for, for all the female listeners out there, which I know there are many. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so not only did Sarah Fuller become the first female to play football in a Power 5 game, which is Unbelievable. And honestly, there's a lot of people out there on Twitter and Facebook and all the other places that are giving her crap. I don't know what you're possibly giving her crap for. One, she's a badass goalie for Vanderbilt's women's soccer team. That in itself is awesome. And then she literally played in a freaking SEC football game. So was it the most beautiful kick ever? No. Is it better than I could do? Hell yeah, it is. I mean, it's freaking amazing. She went out there and did that. So shout out Sarah Fuller. You are a real one. You just set the bar so like you you really just changed the game for all the girls out there that want to do exactly what you did. So, you know, this type of stuff doesn't get talked about enough. And I, I wrote a blog about that. And I, I think it's true though. Like and even us, like we have to do a better job. And this is 
media in general talking about women's sports and all the great things that they're doing. So shout out, Sarah. Awesome stuff. And not only did Sarah do that, Callie Brownson, who is the Browns chief of staff, shout out the chief of staffs out there. She got my hopes up to go be, be a coach for the Eagles now, but <laughs> she was a, a tight end coach for the Browns this past weekend. So she stepped wow. in and I think the Browns tight end coach, his wife was giving birth and she stepped in and, and coached the freaking tight end. So big weekend for the ladies out there. And hopefully it's a, a lot of, uh, it's not, a, hopefully it's not like a, a newsworthy thing in the future in the sense that it's just a common occurrence. Um, and hopefully this stuff isn't so surprising. So really awesome stuff. And you're both real ones and shout out to all the real girls out there that are, that are doing this thing. I had a, a question about Sarah. So she's the goalie for the team. Yeah. Which so, is crazy, right? But yeah, she's so why did she did the football team just like need a kicker? Yeah, week, or? I think it was a COVID thing. I'm I'm not okay. Positive, I got but, you now. But and she's still so it's weird. Vanderbilt actually fired their coach today. So oh, really? there's yeah. all this positive press going on, but Vanderbilt also didn't score a point on Saturday. Yeah, so dude. Here, okay, this is how I feel about it. <laughs> I think it's crazy that it takes till 2020 yeah. for a girl to play in the Power Five, but. If anyone's getting crap, it should be Vandy as a team. They didn't even get in a field goal range. And the over in that game was 51. They lost 41 nothing. They couldn't put up a point. Dude, they put up 17 on Florida last week. That's a crazy yeah. thing. Like, Florida's really good. And, you know, they don't have a win, right? Vandy? Uh, yeah, I don't think they have a win. I don't know. <laughs> I think they're yeah. like 0 8 or something. It's tough. Hey, they have great jerseys, though. Like, they have probably top 25 jerseys. Yeah, Commodores, is that what they are? By the way, their baseball field, unbelievable. Oh, that that left field fence. I mean, it's a it's a professional factory. They're just shipping them out. They're 0-8. I just wanted to fact check that. <laughs> yes, they are 0-8, 0-8, but they are doing good things for the world, and that's, uh, that's a win in our, in our eyes. So, shout yeah. out, Peggy. You're also real ones. Love it. Um, and now on to another story that, honestly, like, it's just crazy all this happened this weekend. And on top of all this going on, as we're speaking, the Ravens and the Steelers may or may not be playing on Wednesday now. Apparently, the Ravens are about to boycott playing if they're having to play. So it's kind of uh-huh. getting really weird. Um, personally, Did you say anything about that? No, I saw that they moved the game to Wednesday. But I just think it's kind of a joke that they made the Broncos play. Yeah. And yeah. they keep pushing – like. As soon as Lamar, like, get they, it comes out that he has COVID, they're just like, all right, push it back, push it back. It's crazy, though, because now the I just saw a notification. They have Mark Ingram, and they have J.K. Dobbins back, too. So it's a completely different team than that would have been playing on Tuesday night that's going to be playing on Wednesday night. So it is, like, it's just for game planning purposes. None of the teams have practiced, or neither of those teams have practiced, so it's just going to be a, a weird game. Dude. It's a weird season, and it's like if a guy gets COVID and the whole team isn't quarantining, then you need to move on like it's an injury. Like, if the say every time someone on the birds got hurt, they were just like, yeah, we need to push this tomorrow or the next day. Like, what? I mean, did you see the Saints also got fined for not wearing masks after celebrating in a game? Yeah, dude, 500000 and they have to give up their seventh-round draft pick. Damn. This is yeah. the thing that I don't understand, and it's confused me during all the sports coming back. They get tested before multiple times before these games, right? So they're testing negative. They play against each other the entire game. 
as close as humanly yeah. possible without literally touching each other or kissing each other. And then they're dancing in the locker room after they already played this game, after they've all tested negative, and it's a punishable offense. Dude, it's a joke. It's all about just PR. That's yeah. all it's about. If they go out to a club and they're not doing it in a confined environment where they've already been together, I get that. But, like, Jameis was in the locker room just dancing. Like, dude, I, I understand. I, I'm all about protection and stuff with COVID, but, like, that's just one thing that doesn't make any sense. Literally, they're in the trenches. Yeah, they're making, like, gang tackles. Yeah, like, it's insane. But I digress. But honestly, it is hilarious that it was Jameis, like, front row eating the W. Like, I, I didn't see it. Yeah, dude, hilarious. He literally was like jumping on one leg, eating a dub. <laughs> he was eating a dub. I have to see it. You would have thought he just threw for like 400 yards and three te- uh, teeters, dude. It was hilarious. I mean, team guy, though. No, definitely, dude. I, it's really weird, though, because the Saints are perform- – I mean, it's, again, you can't really say performing well after the Broncos defense had to be on the field for the entire game yesterday. But, I mean, Taysom Hill has done his thing. But, like, I wonder how long – if they're going to continue to experiment with it because Jameis is a pretty damn good backup if you're going to have a backup. And, obviously, we know his flaws, but – So, like, it's probably really hard to game plan for Taysom Hill. Yeah. So, they get, like, what, three, four weeks out of him and where the other team just doesn't know how to game plan. And then when they start figuring out, then you put Jameis in, let him sling it, it's a whole different thing. I honestly like. I hate the Saints because you like it's obvious, but I don't know. I like Jameis. I'm a fan of Jameis. He's like likable. He's never done anything like. I mean, besides no, he has the whole crab thing and the Uber thing. Yeah, never mind. He's canceled. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that stuff. Okay. All right. Well, <laughs> to be he's innocent until proven guilty. I guess. So, I don't know. I think he was already proven guilty, but... And he was a nasty closer, too, on the baseball oh, team. dude. He was still pumping, like, 95, 96 with ease. Dude, give me a break. Jameis, I think... I'm pretty sure you still got a year of eligibility if you want to come back and play for the Explorers or the Mudcast this summer. We'll take it. Yeah, we'll take you. Ready. So, but, going yeah, up... go ahead. Yeah, star quarterbacks. Um, a guy that... Probably did one of the most difficult jobs on the entire planet yesterday after not being a star quarterback since his days in college. It's Kendall Hinton. That dude has the biggest balls in the entire world to go out there on a day's notice and go play a quarterback in the NFL, which, in my opinion, is the hardest position to play in all of professional sports. Yeah, I agree. And that dude had... Marcus Davenport running after him. Cam freaking Jordan. If I saw Cam Jordan running at me, I'd just drop. I would just drop and hope that when he lands on top of me, it doesn't hurt that much. And he was taking it. He was getting smashed by them. Stats weren't pretty. They, obviously, the Broncos got crushed. But, man, respect to you, Kendall Hinton. That was freaking awesome, dude. Yeah. I mean, obviously, got to respect it. I agree with you saying um, NFL, being a quarterback in the NFL is definitely the hardest job. Those stats, though, like neither team threw over 100 yards. Yeah, that may go down as the weirdest game in NFL history. Dude, I checked like randomly and the game was over. I was like, geez, I thought it just started. They're running it. But now nah, respect to him. Definitely the hardest job. It's kind of nuts, though. Like they just hit him up. They're like, yo, we need a quarterback. 
What was with the backups? Were they just all exposed? Yeah. It's a real shame, though. I don't know about you guys. I'm one of the biggest Blake Bortles guys in the entire world. Yeah. Uh, he was their third-string quarterback. So the fact that we didn't get the chance to see Blake out there is a real shame. But what happened was, I think, was it Brett Ripien or was it Drew Locke that got COVID? And then I guess all the quarterbacks were exposed in the same in the QB room, I guess. And they didn't have a, a COVID QB on the practice squad. So <laughs> they literally like didn't have anybody. They tried to get, I think, the QB's coach who played at JMU in like 2005. They asked the NFL if he could play, which would have been electric. If you yeah, had a five-year-old man out there, dude, like. Yeah, honestly, I would have loved that. Yeah. I mean, I watched. I was It was the game I was most excited to watch yesterday just because of the novelty of it. Like, this dude literally, I mean, he was running for his life. I felt bad, but it was entertaining for the first few minutes. And then I was like, all right, it's not great to watch. But. Yeah, but it, it's like so weird. They didn't design the offense. Like, it, it, it was like they were told they weren't going to have a quarterback. And then they find some random dude. And they just don't change any like offensive scheme. They were like throwing deep with them, not any little checkdowns, any bubble screens, just going deep with this dude. Like Cam Jordan was running after him, and he was just like running backwards. And I think both picks he had literally was just like heaving it. And he has a good yeah. arm. Like don't get me wrong, like he has a strong arm, but he didn't have the time in the pocket, nor did he have the awareness for the roots they were running to like be able to, you know. Hit it was just – it was tough in that perspective. But he he big talks about it today. He only had 20 plays in the playbook. Like, he was just rolling and trying to just, again, not turn the ball over every single time, which he didn't. So Yeah, it wasn't the worst game ever. No, nah, like – it honestly, it was – now, again, that dude has lived out every single kid's dream yesterday. And I think he also made $35,000 just from playing alone. I mean, like – yeah, we can say is every little kid's dream, but I feel like every kid's dream is like they're the star and then they're put in the situation and they can excel. Like he kind of, you can't blame the dude at all. But think about this, Kev. He's going to get some fire Instagram pics off from him uh, on the field in that jersey. Yeah. I mean, I mean he's a living legend. Man, he never has to buy a beer in Denver again. Give his hometown's probably like hype for him. Where do you go to college? Wake Forest. I heard he didn't even start at Wake. So he played QB. I don't think he did. His <laughs> <practice. laughs> How did he get into the NFL? No, he's he a, was a wide receiver. receiver. Oh really? Yeah. <laughs> he was a QB his freshman sophomore, and then he converted to wideout full time at his junior year, I think. So. I mean, hey. <laughs> yeah. What what a year in the NFL, and it's only going to get weirder again, including tonight when. Again, Jalen Hurts becomes the best quarterback in the NFL. Um, so another weird thing that happened this weekend was Nate Robinson getting his absolute ass whooped by YouTuber Jake Paul. Now, yeah. I, don't, I don't really know that much about Jake Paul. I try to stay away from the YouTube game uh, because I feel like I'm like acting like a 20-year-old instead of a 27-year-old. But <laughs> watching Nate Robinson, who I always liked, that dude's electric. Yeah. He's also a short king, so shout Except out to him. Except when he beat Iggy in the uh, dunk contest. Yeah. Yeah, well, I love Iggy. But he – it's one of the saddest pictures of all time. I mean, 
my timeline is still full of him flat on that freaking mat, sprawled out. I mean, it's it's a bad picture. It's a bad visual for the guy. Like, how do you come back to that? Dude, the Nate Robinson challenge on TikTok. <laughs> he was a meme literally 30 seconds after it ended. I saw people already 30. Yeah, dude. Honestly, though, like, just as much respect as we gave Kendall Hinton, getting in the ring after, like, not being a professional fighter and probably not training like one. Is Jake Paul? I mean, he's been training to fight. He trains a lot. Like, he, like, actually wants to be a boxer. I know he's he's fought before, like, KSI or something. I don't even know who that is either. I just fought on, like, something I read, but. No, that was Logan. That was 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 his his brother. brother. Yeah. I mean, the dude's been training. Like, he trains to fight, and he takes it serious, so. He really does. So we think it's it's Jake Paul being actually good at boxing and not Nate Robinson just being awful? It's both. It's Jake Paul yeah. knowing how to box and Nate Robinson not knowing at all. There's also a significant height disadvantage for Nate Robinson. I mean, he's like 5'9", and I think Jake Paul's like 6'1". And like boxing, it's pretty – I feel like that's a pretty big deal, especially with yeah like reach. Like Jake yeah. Paul's reach has got to be a lot longer than Nate Robinson's. I mean, I'm assuming, but – I don't think it's that drastic, but – I do think that you have to respect Nate Robinson. And, like, people are making it into something that's not. And they're saying that Jake Paul is, like, so disrespectful because he put up a pick like, rocking Nate Robinson's jersey. And people are like, oh, how are you going to knock him out and then rep his jersey? Like, dude, he said, like, all respect to Nate Robinson. It takes so much balls to get in the ring. Like, I agree. Dude, he slept yeah. for a bit. Did you guys watch it live? No. Nah. Did you like see the actual knockout, dude? I noticed all like Sports Center and everyone they're showing like he got knocked down, yeah, like he did. 15 seconds before, and they're only showing that, and then they're showing him asleep on the canvas. They're not showing the actual shot where he like because he goes stiff, dude. Like he gets hit and he goes very stiff. Dude, the yeah, way I saw it, I think was it Steph Curry that tweeted like, Nate, I hope you're okay, like. And it was yeah. like, I was like, dude, did he die? Like, I was like, this is like Apollo Creed. Like, what the hell's going on? Yeah, it was like prayers for Nate, but yeah, I don't know. know. Steph was tweeting at him before the fight and was like, um, like hyped to see my boy get in the ring. And Nate was like, yeah, I'm going to knock him out. Something like that. And Steph said, I don't see a lie. And then he gets like slept and Steph's posted prayers for Nate. People were like, dude, is he like, okay. That's why I was like, holy, like, I was like, is he dead? Like, I literally didn't know when I saw that picture. I was like, oh my God. Like, it literally looks like Rocky. Like, it looks like Apollo Creed's dead body is on the, in the ring. And I, like, got nervous for a few minutes. I was like, I was like searching Twitter hard trying to figure it out. Like, bro, there's like a still frame of uh, Jake Paul, and it looks similar to the picture of Muhammad Ali. You know, that one where he's like standing over. Yeah. Like, somebody said, they're going to be hanging up this picture in white barbershops across America. I'm like, yeah, yeah come on. <laughs> That's hilarious. Well, dude, hilarious. there's so many athletes, like Evander Kane, Evan Turner, who I did a blog on. I created a, a hypothetical series of boxing matches that, that uh, Evan Turner can do against celebrities. So, uh, oh, Did he say he wants to box someone? I didn't read your He said he wants said. to fight Jake Paul. Oh, did he? Yeah, so then yeah. he said he wanted to fight Jake Paul and started Evander Kane. But when Evan Turner did it, and Evan Turner's 6'6", 250, they're like, all right, that's a little bit unfair. 
And then he's like, all right, I'll take on Anthony Joshua, who was the former heavyweight champion of the world. He would get buried. I'll have to read your body on that. I did not see any of this. Yeah, so I, I said, I think he'd get his ass kicked by Anthony Joshua the same way Nate Robinson did. But I was looking up similar height and weight celebrities, and I found three. Um, so I'll kind of go through these three, and you guys let me know what you think. Um, number one is Blake Shelton, country music star. Mm-hmm. And I personally, I think Evan Turner would freaking whoop his ass. They're about the same height. Uh, Blake Shelton's 6'5". Damn, he's a big boy. Yeah, still get his ass kicked. Big country. Yeah. Number two um, is the L.A. Clippers owner and former Microsoft CEO, Steve Ballmer. So he's a little bit older, but he's also one of the richest men in the world. So he can probably pay to get like top notch training and probably just become a cyborg and just beat the hell out of somebody. But he's nuts, too. Yeah. Yeah, I do the video of him dancing. I put it on my blog. It's it's legendary. It's the Fergie. Um, But yeah, I think Evan Turner kicks his ass. And then finally, LeVar Ball. Evan Turner versus LeVar Ball would be electric because they're the same exact size. And I just want to see LeVar Ball get his ass beaten something because it would be hilarious. So. Dude, I think LeVar has got the best shot in that. I'm Probably. looking at all of them right now. Uh, <laughs> Steve Ballmer is like an old man. Yeah, he would get rocked. <laughs> yeah, but he has so much money. He would literally just like get all this shit done on Blake Shelton doesn't look to be in the best shape. He's big country. Yeah, no, I was completely joking, but like the fact that celebrities are literally like, or the athletes were like, I just want to start fighting celebrities. I'm like, that would be awesome. Yeah, I mean, the money's there. I would watch if you told me Steve Ballmer was going to fight Evan Turner, I would pay you $250 yeah. for a pay per view right now. Like, I'm ready to go. Yeah, but I would also be like, how did this happen? This dude's an old man, <laughs> and Evan Turner is like a proven pro. Evan Turner just started actually like he, he literally today he announced that he's going to become a coach for the Celtics. So, um, really, this that he's now he's, he used to play for the Celtics, but now he's a part of the enemy. But uh, dude, I hate him even worse now. Well, I like Evan Turner. How do you like him? Well, no, no shaming Evan Turner on this podcast. Right, yeah, you're right. You're right. You're Evan, right. You're listening. Come on the podcast. Let's talk, dude. I think Frank Reich should fight Steve Ballmer. <laughs> Frank Wright would whoop his ass. Dude, Doug Peterson versus Frank. Oh, my God. Dude, Frank. Loser has to uh, coach the Eagles. Is it Doug pre-Super Bowl or post-Super Bowl? It's pre-COVID, Doug. All right. Well, the problem is after Super Bowl, Doug Doug let himself go a little bit. He had a little too much of that ice cream that he loves so much. Dude, did you see – this is off topic, but the KBO, the sword – Oh, I did a dude. I did a blog on that. You can't. Yeah, of course. But for anyone that doesn't know, the uh, Korean baseball organization is that what it is? Yeah, it's the they, Electric League. I seriously, if you don't like the MLB, go watch the KBO when it comes back because it is. I I think I yeah. said it was like if whoever invented ML, the bait like the MLB, I think Abner Doubleday or baseball. It's like if they took acid or something and then they made the KBO. Like it's literally like baseball on acid. I've never done acid. So the winner, they get a sword. They literally pull a sword and just hoist it in the air. It's huge. And uh, what what's it called? This dude that works for Barstool tweeted, uh, the KBO sword is way better than Lombardi. And I was just saying, I tweeted back at him and I said, imagine – 
how unified our country would be if they saw Andy Reid just hoisting a sword at the 50-yard line. Yeah, Andy Reid with that mask he has to wear on too. Dude, he'd probably use that like sword to cut a steak or something. That thing is sick. I'm looking at it right now. Yeah, I'll throw dope. some pictures on screen. That thing Andy, is actually sick. It's from like an anime or something. Like it's from like a show. But wow. the fact that, and that's like I don't think it's like the official trophy, but the fact that they all they don't care about the real trophy and they just want to go and pull that thing out, like unsheath it, is sick. Like the video yeah, it's the coolest cool. thing ever. Yeah. No, I I think my goal in life is to become a KBO beat writer and just go live in like Korea and report on like the Wiz or whatever. I think the KT Wiz. I mean, if that's your actual goal in life, you could probably do it, but life would be really hard. Yeah, no, it's okay. Um, I just love the KBO that much, bro. Uh, you know, um, Eric Thames. Yeah, he's played. Yeah, yeah, he like he was struggling in the bigs. Went to Korea, I guess. I'm not sure where his team was. Korea, Japan, one of those. I think. Yeah, it was one of those. And I read this like long article. He would literally just sit in his apartment by himself because all of his teammates, like, he doesn't speak their language. And he literally beefed up and became a beast. And then he was back over uh, in the MLB. Dude, I'm going to go play in like their like minor league system. Do the same <laughs> exact thing and become the best pitcher of all time. Like part-time writer. Dude, I'm going to be a beat writer. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. Beast. Bro. Yeah, yes. He is God, yeah. Dude, he's jacked. The monsters, Aaron Altair. I mean, oh, yeah. I know that dude. I mean, he's just. He's going to hopefully get signed again. Honestly, Aaron, come back to the Phillies. We need all the freaking help we can get. Yeah, Aaron, come on the pod or fight Evan Turner. <laughs> oh, that, that okay, that's a good matchup. I think he's like 6'3", so he can probably make that work. Let's set it up. I mean, I, again, it's so funny how all these people listen to the podcast, but like, just hit us up. Hit the DMs. We, we know you, you want to do this, so. Yeah. Winner gets a dugout mug. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out Dugout Mugs. Best gifts for the holidays. Uh, check out the link in bio for our little discount code there. Um, now, Kev, you got a story for us. This is back-to-back stories. Yeah. From Kev. People loved your last story about the waitress. Uh, we still haven't received any word from her or Urban Saloon, which is a little bit disappointing. I tagged them in every single thing to make sure that they saw it. Dude, she's going to get fired. No, nah, dude, she's going to get promoted. She's getting talked about on podcasts. That was some great promotion for Urban Saloon. Um, you know, so shout out Urban Saloon again, guys. We're gonna give them free promotion here so they hopefully respond to us, but um go check it out. Um, but yeah, she didn't get fired, dude. She's good. I feel so bad if she got fired. Oh my god, we have to do a fundraiser. She gets canned because she gave the kitch all of the sauce in the kitchen away. <laughs> all for three buttermilk. She could have been trying to kill you, by the way, with how bad some of that sauce was. Dude. I'm not getting back into it. <laughs> All right, let's see this. Kev's got another good story for us. So, Kev, take it away, brother. All right, so since we're right around Thanksgiving and we couldn't go out this year for Thanksgiving Eve, I had flashbacks to last year and last Thanksgiving Eve. And this story is unreal because... I was stranded in Westchester. No phone. Okay, hold on. Let me back it up. So I'm out at the bar with my boys, JB, Guck, 
and I forget they were doing something. I think Jay left um, with his girlfriend. So I was kind of like by myself and I was going to go meet up with someone. And as soon as I stepped foot outside of the bar, my phone died. So I was like, no. That's the worst, dude. Yeah, dude, it was terrible timing. So I couldn't text the person that I was going to meet up with because phone was dead. So I just started hiking. And I get to a Wawa. And looking back on it, that walk could have been like really far. Or it could have been right around the corner. Besides the point. I get there because I, I need to find a phone charger. I'm like, how am I going to get home? Like, I can't hit up any of my friends. Like, I did not know what to do. So I'm in Wawa looking for a phone charger. Nothing. I'm sitting outside, and I'm brainstorming, and I'm contemplating walking. And from Westchester, like, that Wawa, back to my house, that walk would have been four or five hours. It's a bomb away. But this is how close I was actually thinking about walking because I was stuck. So I'm thinking, like, what to do, and... I finally like muster up the courage and I'm like, I'm going to, my only option here is to go up to a random Uber and say, Hey, like my phone's dead, but I'll pay you. Like I have money. Um, and if you have a car charger, like let me charge it and I can just like go on the app, whatever. I finally pick out a car. I'm like, all right, I see kids get out and I go right up to this Uber and I stick my head in and I'm like, yeah, Kevin. And he looks at me and he goes, yeah, Kevin. And I'm like, well, I was shocked at this point. Like, that's like a like show. Oh my god, that's crazy. So I get in and I'm like, yeah, Kevin, Kevin. I jump in and he's like, you still going to the same address? I'm like, no, 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 no. And I gave him my home address. So it switched from like an address like five minutes down the road to 30, 35, like however far my house was. And he's like, whoa, whoa, this is like a big difference. And I'm like, yeah, like my boy canceled on me. I'm going home now. Just whatever. He has a phone charger. I plug my phone in and he starts driving. He takes me like a mile down the road and he gets a phone call. And it's the original Kevin that ordered that Uber. And he's like, yo, man, like you left me. Like, where are you at? You said you were here. And the guy like looks at me. And he hangs up the phone. He's like, you got in the wrong Uber. I'm like, no, I thought you said Kevin. He's like, no, dude, you got in the wrong Uber. He pops a U-turn and takes me back to the Wawa. So now I'm back at phase one. How long were you driving before that happened? Uh, it, he, like three minutes, four minutes, maybe. I was going to say, like, the other Kevin's kind of like the ops. If, like, he's going to, like, wait that long and not just get another Uber. But, like, all right. Yeah. That's not so... so- the kid, the original Kevin is kind of nuts because just absurd, dude. Just get get another. another. What are the odds? <laughs> yeah, it's unreal. But how it ends is that Uber driver that the wrong, whatever. I got my phone up to like six percent enough to be able to call an Uber when he brought me back to the Wawa. Got it. Ordered the Uber. It was on its way. Phone died again. So I was freaking out again. But luckily, the Uber pulled up. And I uh, got him safe. Dude, I, I, I seriously think that, like, your phone dying in that situation, especially if you're drunk, like, it feels like the world's about to end because you don't know what to do. Like, I don't know what the hell people did 
back in the like what they do before cell phones like if you're at a bar and need to get home i guess taxis like is that a thing that's something i was like stuck thinking about for the next probably two weeks after that i was like how did people survive without cell phones like i felt stuck and it takes a lot of courage to go up to like a random car and i thought like multiple times i was like um, should I go up to this car and ask if I can borrow their phone or if they have a car charger? Like, dude, I was literally stuck. And well, can you go back to the bar, into the bar. I could have, but I already had started walking. Uh, and by the time, like, I just couldn't turn back. And yeah. Do you know how crazy that is that his name was Kevin? Yeah. yeah. Like one in like a billion. Like there's that is so crazy. Dude, it's unreal. I never hopped in a car faster. When he said that, I was like, oh. Was he pissed when he figured it out? Yeah. He was like, <laughs> he was like, you knew it was the wrong Uber. I was like, no. You said Kevin. And he was like, you knew. You changed the address. I was like, you said Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> like, he... I, he could have thought I was lying, but it was honestly insane. Well, you were lying. Well, I was lying. lying. You were lying. Yeah. yeah. Was, yeah. It worked. So I, he saved you. Yeah, he saved me. He did save you. I don't know. Other Kevin, he saved you too, kind of. I mean, yeah. I don't really know. Dude, the same thing happened. So the same thing real quick, like very quickly here. Back in college, this is probably like my junior year. We go and visit producer uh, accountant Joe, who was playing in a Cape League. Um and we go to Boston for a night at the Red Sox game, and we got absolutely freaking smashed. Like, I'm talking about, like, I've never seen Joe rolling around like he was that night. Like, it was hilarious. And he's probably going to kill me for saying that, but, man, he was freaking sauce. So, like, we're trying to get him home. And, again, I'm pretty hammered, too. Like, we're all, we're all beyond control. My phone dies as I'm walking to go to my Uber on a crowded street in Boston at, like, 2 a.m. My phone dies, and I there's a pool of cars. And I'm the one who ordered it for all of us to get back. Dude, I start knocking on windows. I'm knocking on every single freaking car's window. And I somehow found found it after like five minutes. But like that five minutes of just knocking on windows, thinking I'm never going to get home. I thought I was going to die. I didn't know the mm-hmm. hell I was in Boston. Like, what the mm-hmm. hell are you supposed to do? I mean, like, realistically, we have to figure out what our next play is when that happens. Because I had absolutely nothing. It's going to run. Yeah, yeah, just get walking, dude. That's all dude, you can do. Can you imagine man. Austin, like a bad neighborhood in like Philly or something, though? Like, say you're coming back to my house, like you're walking back, from, like from like McGillan's or something, a late night, and you yeah. make a wrong turn. If you don't have a phone, like you can go from like a decent neighborhood to somewhere that if you're outside for more than five minutes, you have a good chance of getting robbed or assaulted or something. Like. Yeah. It's dangerous as hell. Like, it's so bad we rely on phones as much as we do, but, like, you're raised that way. Like, I don't know how to read a map or anything. Like, (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it's just, like, weird to think, like, how did people go out? Imagine pulling out a map. Like, you're just like, oh, let me see where I'm headed. You know what your map? If somebody pulled out a map right now, I would literally, like, point and laugh. Like, I don't know. Oh, they would be roasted. Yeah. I would definitely flame them. But also, it's like, I think we're forgetting people used to just drink and drive. Yeah, that was a big yeah. thing. I mean, people still do. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's, they they it's so much better because of Uber. Like, it is so much better. So, shout out to Uber, I guess, for that. Yeah. But I, I think Uber. if we're talking, like, nostalgia, I think one of the craziest things 
is that if you wanted to talk to your boy or even a, like a girl, you're talking to a girl, they call each other on their parents' phones at their mm-hmm. house. That you imagine, yeah. like calling yeah. up a chick and be like, "Hey, what's up? You want to hang out later?" And it's like her mom answers the phone. Like yeah. that wasn't that long ago either. That was probably like in the 2000s. Like that is horrifying to think of. Yeah, that wasn't long ago at all. Like, you guys have two phones. Like, I would be on, like, the cordless phone, and my mom would pick up the one downstairs. Yeah. <laughs> that was the worst. My mom, mom, I love you, but she used to freaking listen to conversations. Oh, that's Me and my boy are talking violation. about yeah. We're spotting up on Call of Duty. I'm talking all this type of shit on there. And then my mom's listening and getting mad at me because I'm using curse words. Like, chill. I yeah. Didn't talk- I didn't talk to girls back then, so it was only guys, but whatever. <laughs> hey, yeah. Respect. <laughs> the boys. Squad. All right. Um... I think that's a pretty solid, uh, a solid discussion there. But we got to end with. Yeah, we're going forty minutes here. What's the what are we what are we wearing today, boys? All right, Drew, producer Drew, you want to show us the fit? Yeah, it's just a little lazy fit today. Sweatpants, t-shirt, chucks, simple. Oh, right. it's, I'm usually in uh, the same thing pretty often. <laughs> yeah, don't change for anyone. Okay, what you got? Um, let's see. I'm gonna show it to the cam. I got the checkered vans on classic. I got some olive joggers on. I have a van shirt. Little uh kind of like a weird little design. I have this jacket and I don't know if you can see it. Sure, you can see it, right? Yeah. It so it has Chinese letters and a Nike swoosh. And on the back, here, what does it say on the back? Uh it's just like Chinese letters. So I get this jacket. I saw it on like Amazon. I forget where I got it. And I'm hoping it says Nike. So if anybody can read Mandarin, just let us know. Uh, there's got to be somebody out there that listens to this that does speak Mandarin. So please help us. Dude, I hope it says Nike. <laughs> it could literally say the F word. That would be the funniest thing on earth. Like, all of a sudden, you're walking down the street, you're getting punched in the face by somebody that speaks Mandarin because of it. Yeah, dude, I'm a little self-conscious wearing this out. I don't want to be disrespectful, get canceled. Well, it's an unintentional cancel if that does happen. So I promise that's not trying to be offensive. And if it says Nike, it's fresh. Yeah, feel that. So I don't have anything uh, like that on right now, but... Got a nice little uh, Diamond Kinetics hat. They actually have a sale right now. Go get your baseballs. They have sensors in them. They're pretty freaking sick. Diamond Kinetics. Shout out them. Got my Eagles hoodie on. Again, to see my boy Jalen Hurts there for 400 yards and three tutties tonight. Uh, got some black joggers on. And then I got some very special kicks on. Um, boys, we're two weeks away from a very special season. That's the Sixers. I got my Sixers slippers on. Ooh. Uh, they're comfy as hell. Shout out to Accountant Joe for those for a Christmas gift a few years ago. Comfy oh. as hell. Keep my feet warm. Trust the process. Dude, I need them. Yeah. Great. I mean, great purchase. I mean, wear them all the time. Yeah, and it completes the fit. It does. Just love <laughs> sports, man. I just freaking love sports. But, all right, guys. I think that's episode four. I can't believe we're four episodes in. Uh, we plan on recording another one later this week, so stay tuned for that. And, uh Yeah. Keep sharing out. Let's keep getting this thing rolling. Um, again, anything else you guys want to hear, let us know. As always, we're all here to talk to you if you're going through anything with anxiety, depression, anything of those sorts. We're here for you. Uh, again, reach out. Everybody's struggling, tough times, so we're here. Yeah, one more thing. 
one last thing on the skyline spew account have you just been following like a bunch oh, of people yeah. <laughs> yeah oh yeah how how did you do it did you go on my like followers or following and just start like boom 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 one day i'm sitting there i'm working out i'm not trying to be a you know douche whatever i'm sitting there and i was like you know what why don't i just try to get us a bunch of followers i literally went through all of the different instagram like people that we follow or follow us i'm tapping away and i get stopped i can only follow so many people at a certain time took a deep breath then i go to twitter and do the same thing then i go back to instagram and do it again <laughs> my favorite I was doing a workout with my fingers, bro. I was trying to follow like thousands of people. <laughs> yeah, he really isn't lying. I checked the thing and we were getting follows from people I haven't talked to in years. And I'm like, hey, if they want to tune in and listen, like more than welcome to. But no, that's the funny thing though, because like like I see it too. And it's a bunch of people that I haven't talked to in a long time, but like are people that are really awesome people I'd love to like catch up with. So like it's kind of cool that they're like tuning into this now. So if you're listening and you're one of those people I'm talking about, what's up? You probably are. <laughs> yeah, it's funny too, because like for work, I followed a bunch of people from my work account too. So I have all these like older, like venture capital guys that are following us now <laughs> that are probably so confused by all this different content we're putting out. Yeah. Like, these are like grown ass, very successful men that are probably like, why are they talking about um, their phone dying and not being, getting in the wrong Uber or like <laughs> Kev, talking to a waitress via phone like they're probably just so confused by this. they're like who are these dudes spewing about their fits like they're not fresh <laughs> yeah, our, audience, our audience consists of all the LaSalle baseball parents all the LaSalle baseball players and then random like parents of friends I think I think that's our audience right now I'd love to continue to expand that yeah love it love everyone so all of you out there that we just named if we didn't name you I'm sorry but we love you Thanks for being part of the Spew Crew, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. The boys are out. Peace. Deuces.